0: Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's great to have you with us. If it's your first time, a real real warm welcome and please have a look at our back catalogue dive in to some of the great content we've got some of the great interviews that we've managed to share and fill your boots and please leave us a review if there's anything that floats your boat it really does help with the podcast reviews are golden so uh, i'd love to hear what you've got to what you've got to say and it really helps us so thank you for that so what's this week's episode all about. Well this week's episode is about a number of key concepts that have come into my come into my world in the past week or so and things that have, have resonated greatly with me that I thought were well worth sharing. Now as with a lot of things on leader manager coach and I believe that this happens throughout the world a lot of this knowledge Is distilled knowledge that comes from various sources, whether it's from a book, it's from another podcast, it's from another thought leader directly or an interview. And I just want to talk about a few key things that really kind of fit together and I'm sure will help you in your leadership quests, your success quests, and your endeavors in whatever niche it is. Now, a quote that really hit me hard recently was something like this. And it goes, the way it actually works is this. You must first be who you really are. Then do what you need to do in order to have what you want let's just say that again the way it actually works is that you must first be who you really are then do what you need to do in order to be what you want now i want to just analyze that a little bit and i think what it's saying fundamentally which really underlines one of the greatest things that i think should be a pillar of your life is being who you are i was only having a conversation with somebody yesterday deep conversation a lovely conversation with somebody and we were talking about the joy of being who you are the freeing up the freedom of being who you are so that it embodies the doing And we talked about the challenges that society places on us and brings to us and being born in the world and how difficult it can be to be who you are because the world will try or seemingly try and make you be what it wants you to be. And other people will, consciously and unconsciously, try and make you what they want you to be in order for their goals to be achieved. It's a, it's a radical concept, it's quite brutal, but it's actually extremely true. And it's almost as if you need to be on your own hero's journey. And every single day, you need to be alert And I don't mean this in an anxiety-producing way, but you need to be on a mission. Let's put it like that. You need to be on a mission to be who you really are and to question everything that comes across your path and ask, does this path have a heart? Does this path have a heart? Is this on my journey? Does this fit in with who I am? Will this take me closer to being more of who I am, who I want to be, and who I want to become absolutely fundamental questions, and that essentially is what that quote is saying, not alone, but that's is is fundamentally I think what it's saying, and then it goes on to say you, then you need to do what you need to do. The two things fit together, don't they I think that most of us will agree that we, we have to do things we have to engage with the world we have to en- engage with our environments we have to be active proactive and that doesn't mean physically necessarily often it's cognitively and uh, mentally we have to engage with our world in order to achieve if we just sit passively all the time and do not reach out and engage, then things do not happen. So we have to be proactive and do things in order for things to be influenced. And on that concept, there's always this question of things like, can I do it? Should I do it? What happens if I do it? And the fear factors and and all those kind of things. And the imposter syndrome, and oh my, I'm not sure I'm ready for that. It's too big a step. There are so many questions, and there is no textbook answer, and there's no actual tick box exercise that you can go through that will tell you that you are doing exactly the right thing at the right time. Is it not often or always this balance of probing? and trial and error, and being unafraid to fail. Not being afraid to fail. That is enormous. It affects all of us, and rightly so. None of us go out into the world to be unsuccessful, and to be unhappy, and ill, and in inverted commas, a failure. Nobody sets out to do that. But we have these eternal questions of how far to push, how far to go, whether to engage or not. I mean, Shakespeare said it as brilliantly as anybody in his immortal lines, to be or not to be. That is the question. And he went on to some great scholars and great minds will tell me that i've got the quotation not quite right and there's more to it than that of course you know whether to take up arms and and fight raging battles or to allow things just to happen and turn the other cheek and so on and so on these are the eternal questions the thing what the thing that drives us and go goes along with all this perhaps as a precursor is i think we have to Be ultimately humble and be an eternal student. We've talked about being an eternal student before. And we have to do something like being in love with what we do not know. And I think that's a great phrase being in love with what we do not know, not what you do know, because what you do know is already done, it's almost past, it's history, it's who you are. And who you are is already dying, because the universe, if I can use that phrase, is moving on, and there's people who've said, look, you're either moving forward or you're going backwards, there is no way that nature stays in one place and doesn't move, albeit very, very incrementally and slowly, you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. And it's that drive, that being in love, that humility with what you do not know that is it is the thing that drives us on to find out more, to discover, to see how good we are, to test ourselves. And we all have dreams and goals. Some of them are amazing, some of them small ones, some are little ones on the way. And I was listening to Jordan Peterson the other week. And he was talking about the, the, the character in historical times of the fool. And again, I suppose it's quite a a timely reference to some of Shakespeare's work. There was often a character of a fool in Shakespeare's plays. You know, the person who made everybody laugh, the person that was the butt of everybody's jokes yet. From the mouth of the fool often came words of wisdom. I think it went something like better a witty fool than a foolish wit. And what he's saying there is, look, it's okay to play the fool. It's okay to not know. It's okay to not be skillful at something. It's okay to be basic and a new starter and not very good at something as long as you know that and you recognize that because let's face it let's be really honest about it we all started somewhere in whatever it is we do and did and are now think about your career think about your relationship Think about your life, driving a car, your trade, your profession, your hobby, your sport, your achievement. Go back in your mind to your first day. You're brand new. You've got your new training shoes, your new pen, your new uniform. You're in a new building. A new vehicle. You've never done it before. You've never been there before. You're almost on red alert. Your eyes are everywhere. Your ears are wide open. You are taking in as much information as possible. You're not sure where to sit, what to touch, where to leave your things, who to speak to, how to do this, where do you do this, where do I go for that, how does this work? what do we do here all those questions it's allowing ourselves as jordan peterson said to be that fool to be that imposter because that is the only way that we start and grow and it's being willing to go through that be that person that individual in that state and move on and not being embarrassed Or frightened or scared about it. And let's, how many of us have avoided doing things like that? Probably a lot of us, and I can certainly hold my hand up and recognize that in myself. Going into that journey, putting ourselves in that situation, yes, it's just the start, but it's more than just the start. It's exposing ourselves to the environment we've chosen in order to engage on all aspects in all aspects physically psychologically mentally socially technically tactically with the place the niche the environment we've put ourselves in which will help us change and allow us to change and become who we are, who we want to be we have to ask ourselves questions and again i heard it said many many years ago The quality of your life will be determined by the quality of the questions you ask. Now, I haven't thought about that for absolutely years. But I think there's an element of truth in that. In fact, I think there's bucket loads of truth in it. The quality of your life will be determined by the quality of the questions you ask. Because the questions you ask... Are those you want answered. The ones you want answered should be where you have your focus, and where you have your focus is what will come into your consciousness. So if we go back from that, and we'll ultimately driven to look for manifestations, physical manifestations on this physical plane in our sports endeavors to win the Olympics, to be the greatest manager, put on a, a successful football session, have great relationships, build great businesses and so on and so on. Prior to that become, comes our conscious focus on the things we want. Prior to that comes what? The questions we ask, because the questions we ask ourselves lead us to where we put our focus in the search for the answers to those questions and the world's your oyster in terms of the questions you ask yourself sit down and write them out how can i get to there how can i meet these people how can i get better at this how can i do this better what do i need to do to do this what would make this better how can i help with this how would this improve things what would be the best thing that could happen here and i read an article by james clear and james clear writes some great stuff and he's, a, he's another person that i enjoy reading what he writes and if you want to find out about him just put his name into into google and um have a look at what james clear writes he he he's a he writes some fantastic stuff let's just leave it like that and one of the questions he posed was and here's a great one for everybody if someone took control of your life tomorrow what is the first thing they would change just an alteration of perspective. If someone took control of your life tomorrow, what is the first thing they would change? And I think that helps us to hone in and be as brutal as we need to be with ourselves in terms of facing reality. And I was and I think this, this links to something like a sunk the sunk cost phenomenon. And I was talking to somebody again about this the other day. What's the sunk cost phenomenon? If you've been building a business for 10 years and it's not being successful, you are under a lot more psychological pressure to continue with that business because you've already put 10 years into it than if you just put one year into it because your mind will tell you that if you give up now, you've wasted 10 years of your life. So how long do you continue for? And sometimes those things affect us deeply and greatly. It's like relationships. It's like jobs. I've been in this job for 15 years now. I know what I'm doing. If I leave, I've wasted 15 years. I've been with this person for five years if this relationship is painful and it's not working if i move on i've wasted five years of my life and i'll never be able to start again that is a sunk cost phenomenon and it is full of errors that kind of thought process because something that is not working is not working and if the reasons for it not working are out of your control You are going down a path that is out of your control and seriously out of your control that you cannot impact. So, it is a great question to ask. But once you've put yourself into the environment, into the arena, sent your resume off, your CV, your jobs, got your interviews, got yourself out there, put yourself into the arena, and got yourself sweaty and dirty, and in the flow, as it were, then what do you have to do? Well, I'm a great fan of Ryan Holiday. I'm a great fan of the Stoic philosophy. I think it's absolutely full of immense value. And Ryan shares so much in his work, I can't recommend him enough. But he recently shared an article, um, something along the lines of 18 stories that will change your life. And there were so many things in there that were so relevant to simplicity and success. And I'm going to share some of them with you now. And If you want to f- read the whole thing, go, go and look on Ryan Holiday's site and, uh, and, and check out his 18 stories. This might just fit in with somebody who's an industrious person, who's high in industrious, and I don't know, and somebody who's high in conscientiousness. But the most important thing, as Ryan alludes to, is your work. And he's not talking about work above your relationships, he's just talking about in your career. before you answer the phones, before you send emails, before you check your inbox, before you do the marketing before you do your social media do your work what is it that you do do your work do it when it suits you do it in the hours when you've got most energy but focus on your work the process follow a process jordan peterson talks about processes get up do this do that do the other sit down get on with it rituals processes things that keep you on track stay a student we've just alluded to this really but staying a student always learning always open And being prepared to adjust and adapt. But within that, getting started on projects. You know, nothing is going to be perfect. And I'm such an example of this that I've often waited for so long for things to be perfect. The perfect moment. Everything to be lined up. Everything right. And yes, sometimes things have to be, you have to be patient but often we just need to start. If you've got a project to do and it looks massive and it's, how am I gonna get and finish this? Just start. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Be consistent and deliberate. Nature is consistent and deliberate. The grass just grows, you know, half a millimeter at a time or whatever it does. The trees just flower and gardens just grow and leaves blossom and puppies grow and kids develop and so on and so on and so on day after day after day consistency and deliberate focus always remember that look you control the effort that you put in you control the focus you put in but you do not necessarily create a control the result and that's what can psychologically derail us. Do your work. You I was speaking to a very successful artist the other week. He's somebody who's gonna come on the podcast and we had a wonderful, a wonderful chat and he was saying that he used to throw away nine out of ten of the pictures that he painted. in the bin, not happy with. And then it got less and less and less as he got better. But if he hadn't started, he'd have never got perfect. So you just have to start somewhere and adjust. And it's all linked, isn't it? You're just getting in there, you're getting your hands dirty, you're understanding, you're in a relationship with the environment, you're knocking it out as best you can, you're doing your best. You're getting laughed at, you're failing, you're coming home, you're tired. But guess what? You have learned more than you will ever know. You get up again tomorrow, you adjust, you go again. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how it seems to work. I hope that's helped. needed to share that. I hope it helped at least just one of you. Leading manager coach, leave us a review. It really helps. Thank you so much. Catch you later. Bye bye.